Hello and welcome to episode 64 of the How to Sleep podcast. In this episode, you'll learn what to do if you keep getting the urge to nap in the afternoon. Welcome to the How to Sleep podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Blakeman, qualified adult sleep coach, a previous sufferer of insomnia and mum of three. I believe that sleep is fundamental to your enjoyment of the life you have worked so hard to create and I support adults like you who are struggling to sleep to get back to sleep and back to living your life in full colour and with maximum energy. This podcast is for you if you are taking ages to get to sleep or waking in the night and can't get back to sleep or both. Keep listening to find out how sleep works, the essential elements you need to get the sleep you deserve and actionable steps that you can take. For many of you, I know that you'll be so tired during the day that you'll get the urge to sleep in the middle of the afternoon. And this is really common and I'll explain why. Scientists discovered that for the vast majority of us, we feel a lull of energy in the afternoon. And they discovered that this applies to people in different cultures, living in different parts of the world with different daily routines and whether they have a sleep issue or not. So what they concluded, therefore, is that this is a normal pattern and one which has got nothing to do with how much sleep you've had. So in other words, even people who have slept well will feel some kind of energy lull in the afternoon. So that's the first thing that I want you to think about. Feeling a dip in energy is normal. And this is important because when you have a sleep issue, it's really common to start feeling inadequate and you're probably really super conscious of the effect that your lack of sleep is having on your day-to-day life and your ability to do stuff. So you can get into a habit of beating yourself up about your tiredness and your lack of ability to feel energetic. And then that just creates like a horrible loop of sort of self, as a self-frustration. So by understanding that it's totally normal to experience some kind of energy dip, then you can start to release some of these feelings of frustration or annoyance at yourself. The second thing to consider is that our modern life doesn't necessarily take account of this natural dip in energy. So scientists think that we've evolved to do our most energy draining activity in the morning and then naturally take a rest break in the afternoon. And for some cultures, this afternoon relax or a siesta is normal and it's integrated into part of everyday life. But for most of us in the West, we've adopted a cultural norm of working throughout the day. So with a break for lunch, perhaps, but other than that, we see the working day as two blocks of time, basically, the morning slot and the afternoon slot. And we treat these equally. They're just two opportunities for work. But scientists think that we could be working smarter if we actually viewed these two slots of time differently. So the morning slot is when most of us feel the most energetic. And when I say morning, I don't necessarily mean, you know, first thing in the morning, but the morning slot of work. So in a normal office hours, say, for example, nine till one, at some point in that slot, um, most of us will have our peak energy time. So this morning slot is when most of us feel the most energetic and when we function best at tasks which require high energy, analytical thinking or problem solving. So they're the best times to do those tasks. And then in the afternoon, 
because we get these natural dips in energy, our brains do tend to get a bit more foggy. So some scientists think that that's the best time for more creative thinking because we're actually not using our analytical mind in the same way. And so we're open to more random thoughts that could spark new ideas. And it's also thought that this is the time when we can still function pretty well on tasks and activities that we do on automatic pilot. So if you do have things in your job or business that require you to do them, that you know how to do them so well that it's become automatic, then you're just going through the motions. And these are good tasks to leave until that afternoon slot. And on top of this, scientists obviously think that we have to have regular breaks in between all activities. You know, we're working for a short burst of time and then we're having a break. That helps us to maintain our levels of performance throughout the day. All in all, what we can do is use this information to help ourselves by looking at our day in this way and working with our brains and then organising our activities into blocks of time and slotting them into the parts of the day where it's going to be more, more useful. And when you think about it, what we often tend to do, and I'm so guilty of this, when we start work in the morning, we tend to just get distracted off into easier tasks straight away. So we start answering emails, we start dealing with whatever happens to be quick to deal with. It kind of feels good to get started with some small tasks, especially if you're tired. You feel like you have to ease yourself in gently to the day of work. You know, that's something I often would tell myself. But in fact, when you look at the science, you could be better off as soon as you've shaken off the bulk of the tiredness that that you start your day with when you have a sleep issue, you could use that time to do the most important tasks, the most analytical problem-solving tasks. And that helps make best use of your most wide awake time to perform that task so that you do it better. But also it mentally helps you to feel like you've really made a great start. You've already made progress early in the day. And this really helps later on because you are less likely to get frustrated with yourself when you get that lull and feel tired because you've already had some big achievement in the morning. You've already got your most difficult task out of the way and you'll be more likely to feel like you deserved a break. And I've said it before, but it's worth repeating. A big part of managing life with a sleep issue is to help manage the frustration and annoyance that you have of being tired. And that inevitably, most of the time, ends up directed back at yourself. And then that feeds into the negative thoughts which come into your mind at 2am the next morning. So it doesn't help you in the long term. So any strategy where you can give yourself credit for what you have achieved and allow yourself to have a rest, they're always helpful. So if we have these laws of energy in the afternoon, when you have a sleep issue, this is obviously amplified. And I know it was for me. When I had my sleep issue, I had about an hour every afternoon where I'd be literally fighting sleep. You know, I could feel myself nodding off at my desk and I'd try all sorts of things to wake myself up. I'd try drinking coffee. I would try getting up and walking around the office, anything I could think of. The problem with drinking coffee this late in the day is that caffeine could still be floating around your system in the evening when you want to go to bed. So it could actually hinder your sleep later on. So you definitely don't want to resort to any kind of stimulants if you can help it. Taking a walk is a good strategy to feel a bit fresher if you can do this. But the main thing I'd suggest is thinking of how you can actually create the space and time 
to allow yourself to go with the flow of your natural body rhythm. What I didn't appreciate is that this afternoon lull is normal and it's completely energy draining trying to fight it, so you may as well not. Now the final question you might be thinking is, should I give in to it? Should I go the whole hog and have a nap? And the short answer is, honestly, you could nap. Napping is not bad in all cases, but you have to keep it short enough that you don't trigger your brain into thinking that you've actually had a deep sleep. This could cause problems in getting sleep later in the evening. So naps do have to be carefully managed in order to prevent this future sleep disruption later on. And so for most people, the easiest way to approach the afternoon lull is to give into it, enjoy the rest, manage your activities that you're doing during the time, avoid stimulants and just simply wait for the lull to end. So not to nap, but to go with it. And because in the end, you will perk up after a while. I know it feels like you're going to, you know, if you don't do something about this lull, then you'll just slide into exhaustion at tea time, bedtime. But that's not actually, actually normally the case at all. You will perk up. So your action step for this week, if you're experiencing this, if you spend that mid-afternoon period of low energy in a state of frustration, fighting with yourself or reaching for stimulants or giving in and taking a really long nap, try something different this week. Just try using the tips I've outlined to go with the dipping energy, don't fight it, relax into it and see what impact that has. And remember, you're not a machine. You're not designed to function at the same output all day, every day. So don't set these expectations on yourself. All right, have a good week and thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. I hope you found some value in today's episode. If you did, and you know others who would benefit from hearing this information as well, then please share with them. And if you would be so kind as to leave a positive review of the podcast, this will support me in my mission to spread the message of sleep as wide as possible. Thank you so much. If you can't wait until the next episode and you want more guidance right now, then head on over to my website and get access to my free sleep resources. Link in the show notes. Or follow me on Instagram at Nikki.Blakeman. Wishing you a peaceful night's sleep.